what's up? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. This is Straightforward with Miss B, episode 67. As we always do, grab your vices, sit on the couch, um, your lazy boy chair, whatever you have to do, relax, and let's get straight to it. On today's episode, I kind of wanted to get into... Um, the whole idea of female rap artist Sexy Red. Her presence alone in the rap game has been causing quite a stir, you know. There has been a lot of, you know, variations in the way that people kind of respond to her and in, in, in her likeness. You know what I'm saying? And then as far as her, you know, of course, her lyrics. And so I kind of just wanted to kind of dive into that um, because I've been seeing, like I said, I've been seeing various opinions in regards to Sexy Red um, lately, especially uh, more recently. Um, you know, she has been showing off her baby bump. Um, this is going to be her second child. And, hey, she's still on the road. She's doing, she's on tour, doing shows, you know, still in the skimpy outfits, still twerking, twerking her ass. And, you know, a lot of people just got a lot of shit to say. And I just kind of want to dive into it a little bit and uh, voice my opinion on it. And then after that, I wanted to get into a a video snippet that I saw what was kind of interesting. Um, I believe it's Queen Naja. She started kind of like a podcast on YouTube, and uh, she just definitely had, um, you know, an opinion, which I thought was pretty cool of her to just kind of be open and honest about this. Um, but her being a mother versus, you know, if she would not have had two kids, you know, at such an early age, kind of how how different her life would have been. And so um, on the second half of this episode, I wanted to briefly get into that. Um, but like I said, to start off um, the show today, we're going to get into Miss Old Sexy Red. So for the people who definitely do not know who she is, um, I think I brought her name up on a recent episode of this podcast, um, maybe a couple of episodes ago, because I had the pleasure of um, going to Seattle and I attended the um, Drake It Was All a Blur tour. And she was um, an opening act. Um, her and 21 Savage accompanied Drake on this tour. And um, I enjoyed myself watching Sexy Red and Later on, I'll kind of, you know, give you kind of my overall opinion of her. Uh, but, yeah, I enjoyed her. I enjoyed the songs that she performed. And, um, you know, that's what it was. So I have, have ha excuse me, I've heard of her name prior to that. Of course, within the last, I would say, um, Last year, there have been um, definitely a buzz, you know, continuing to grow around her. Um, so, um, so yeah. 
Let me see here. All right, so as far as Sexy Red goes, um, you know, I have to sit here and pull up my notes a little bit here. Um, so for those who aren't familiar with her, um, basically she's about 24, 25 years old. She was born Janae um, Niera Weary um, in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, she first gained attention in 2018. She had a viral track um, by the name of A Thousand Jugs which was a play off of um, Vanessa Carton's song, A Thousand Miles, which was, you know, of course, it's a very catchy um, track. So, of course, you know, Six Red started building her buzz from that point on. Um, however, like I said, it wasn't until um, the earlier part of this year where People just really, really started getting into her um, when she dropped a song called Pound Town. I'm Pound Town, thugging with my rounds. My, you know, it's very raunchy. <laughs> it's a very raunchy song, um, but it's, it's extremely catchy. So people started listening into her. I believe JT might have, you know, posted a TikTok using that sound. And then it kind of just kind of grew from there. Um, Nicki Minaj actually co-signed Sexy Red as well and hopped on basically kind of like a remix called Pound Town 2. Um, and that as well gr helped grow Sexy Red's, um, you know, exposure um, and limelight. And the track actually became her first entry on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Um, since that point, she's basically appeared on songs, um, with Nudie, um, DaBaby, NLE Choppa, um, and just mixing and mingling with almost everybody. She's pretty much everywhere. She's, she's kind of like that hood cousin that everybody kind of likes to be around and gravitate toward because she's so damn cool. That's kind of the vibes that I get from Sexy Red. She just, it is what it is. She's going to say what she say. She don't mind hanging out, getting wild, getting crunk, getting drunk, you know, and all of that. Um, she seems to be one of those type of people. Um, so <laughs> people just kind of have gravitated, you know, towards her. Um Reading this article here from Complex, who kind of, digs into the background of her life a little bit. Um, it says that Sexy Red uh, basically got her name um, back in the day. People would call her um, Red because she always wore red hairstyles and would wear red clothing all the time. Um, so she basically, you know, someone one day, I believe a cameraman basically told her, hey, why don't you, call, why don't you put Sexy in front of Red? And it, after that point, it just kind of stuck. The name stuck. Um, initially, people were kind of in her hometown in Missouri. Basically, they was calling her the female Gucci Mane, I guess because of the jury. And, you know, she just kind of keep it real gutter. You know what I'm saying? So people would call her the female Gucci Mane. But I think uh, recently, I think she called herself the female Boosie. So I don't know what the switch up is with that. Um, yeah, I definitely would like to know, um, why she switched from Gucci being the female version of Gucci Mane to the female version of Boosie. 
Um, yeah, hopefully she do an interview with somebody and, you know, they let us know why she changed that. Um, like I said, she recently showed her belly bump um, and she's still performing. Hey, mama got to make the money to bring home to take care of her kids. Um, but she has a ha- had a previous son um, in 2020. Um, that son is named Chucky. They call him Sexy Junior. And I'm sure, you know, everything she does in her career is all about, you know, hey, being the best mother that she possibly can to her kids and, you know, being able to provide for them. So, you know, for the people who is acting as if they're so disturbed by her performing and wearing her skimpy outfit, showing her tatas and her butt and all of that, it's like, okay, what else is she supposed to do? Like, this is who she is. Like, come on now. Um, Like I said, since the beginning of this year, her celebrityism kind of grew. Um, a lot of people started shouting her out. Like I said, she was on the Drake's tour. She could be seen partying up with Travis Scott. She's just kind of been everywhere. Um, she basically have established um, friendship, a friendship with like Sukiana, Summer Walker, and uh, it's kind of nice to see. You know, I like to. I'm I'm one of those people who tend to root for the underdog. So it's nice to kind of see her evolve into, you know, who she's becoming and, um, and getting respect, um, from a lot of her peers. Um, so it's definitely nice to see that. Um, the reason why she basically started rapping, she says, is that, um, she used to date a guy that cheated on her. And when she found out that, the guy cheated on her with what she called a lame-ass bit. Um, she then made a diss song. And then that diss song, the guy liked it. People started hearing it. Hearing it. The song started floating around the city. Promoters start asking her to come perform the song for like $100 a pop, you know, here and there. And it just blew up from there. So that's how she got her start um, as a rapper. I don't know. I don't know how long ago. Excuse me for snoring, you guys. You know how my my sinuses and my nostrils and I just it is what it is. Uh, but um, it doesn't say exactly what year that occurred in. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how she got her start. Um, she basically kind of talks about wanting to expand into. Um, you know, other things, fashion industry. Um, she does have a lip gloss line that has some of the craziest names to lip gloss, but a lot of people purchase it and it sells out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she definitely wants to go into television. Um, so yeah, she definitely has her site, um, sites set on, um, just, Hey, taking taking this moment with her and being able to capitalize on it as much as she possibly can so I don't blame her it looks like she has a plan in place um so I am eager to see how it all kind of plays out for her you know it's like hey people can start at one place but then definitely change you know what I'm saying and grow who's to say sexy red will always be sexy red you know what I'm saying like we have to give her some grace at some point to be able to um, 
grow into uh, what some may say a better woman, you know? So the reason why I wanted to talk about her today is because, of course, old Twitter, black Twitter, white Twitter, it doesn't matter. Everybody has um, shit to say about everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I wanted to, I just saw these comments here. And let me first play this opinion by this guy. And then we'll go back and kind of dive into it um, a little bit. So here we go. We're going to start being honest. The image of black women, and it's not just her. I don't want to make this just about her. But why is it that in this society where they would counsel you for anything they don't agree with, the only thing you don't have to worry about them counseling you for is the negative image of black women? It's not just her. Let's look across social media. Look across the TV networks. Where is it where you just see, a, just just show me the other black women too. If y'all gonna show me this type of black woman, please give me the other ones. Show me the ladies. Show me the ones that carry themselves. Baby, you can be a freak behind closed doors. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But God damn. How? We lost, bro. It's, it's no coming back, bro. As a community, we're done. Bro, this is is crazy. I'm I'm, I'm just too old. That's what it is. All right. So, this particular guy, I don't know his name. Um, If I knew it, I'll shout him out. But, hell, I don't know his name. Um, But I wanted to play that because there is a lot of people out here who share the same sentiments when thinking about the sexy reds, meaning um, just other artists who are kind of put on this, I don't want to say put on a pedestal, but other artists who have this level of celebrity that reaches a lot of people that's seen by a lot of people. There are a lot of people that just feels as though hey, this is setting a extremely bad example um, for the black community. Uh, one person on Twitter who po- actually posted this video says, um, this is done, D-I-J-O-N-I. The brother is telling the truth. We are the only community that they impose the most destructive um, gener- degenerate culture and lifestyle. And when we push back against it, we are condemned by our own people. Um, everybody's entitled to feel how they want to feel, right? Um, do I think it's a little overboard? And do I agree with the guy when he said, well, maybe I'm just old. And I think, yeah, maybe we are just old. However... Sexy Red is not the first person to do this shit. This is the part that I just don't understand. We look at this, and then Sexy Red, and, and speaking of one person, you got Kaya um, for be- My Neck and My Back. Um, Trina, uh, she was a little bit more, I guess you would consider classy ghetto-ish. You know what I'm saying? Um, little Kim, 
Little Kim talked about vulgar profanity, you know, she stood on her, um, the power as a female and, and her sexuality and things of that. And she talked about that in her music. She might not have shown it. Well, she, she showed a whole titty at the, at the Grammys. Right. So it's like, this isn't anything new that's come upon us. It's just cause as they say, everything that happens or everything happens basically is a boomerang effect. It comes around again. Right. So this isn't any sexy red isn't anybody new. We've seen this time and time and time again over the years. I'm in my forties. I've seen this. Like I said, I've, I've named Kaya Trina and, and Lil Kim and others who've talked about this. It don't go back that far because hip hop, the hip, I'm speaking of hip hop just in general, Hip hop in general hasn't been around that long. It's only been around 50 years. However, within these 50 years, yes, we have seen this before. So I understand that guy on the video from that standpoint that, hey, yay, maybe you're just too old. Maybe he is too old and he just ain't with the fool foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he do he don't want the sexy reds to be, um influence the young girls the way that she is possibly doing to her fans. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm sure she has young girls that are fans, um, that are following her and, you know, and who feels as though, Hey, twerking, showing my ass, my, you know, showing my ass crack and all of that is okay to do, you know? Um, however, on the flip side of that opinion, I feel as though, there's a different side to look at it. And this person, he's kind of like a comedian, but he's on, not a comedian comedian, but he's an influencer. Um, he's a funny little guy called Ray Monte. And, um, you know, from time to time, I would see his just comments on different subject matter. And so if you guys want to check him out, it's B-D-Trail, T-R-E-L-I-L, brother, um, on Twitter or X as it's called. Um, but he definitely made some valid points. He said, Hey, all of this community shit kills me. When white people pop pills, kill their entire families, shoot up schools, have kids with their brothers and sisters. Other white people don't get on here saying, quote unquote, we got to do better as a community. Um, because, they have individuality. They know one person does not reflect all of them. You know, white people view us as one, and you want to prove to them you aren't the stereotypical, quote-unquote, black so bad when a lot of us don't have that desire. So stop projecting your insecurities, which could be considered... Uh, twerking as well and let me just go to his page that was just one particular um tweet that i saw and let me see if he got because he was going in honey and i just want to make sure i'm able to kind of quote everything that he said let me see
Okay, child. Okay. He goes on and on because then he, he started posting like girls who do be twerking. It's like it's so it's not just say, his point was we are always trying to collectively put everybody in the same bucket, you know, when we don't necessarily like actions from another person. So in this instance, everybody is talking about sexy red, right? Um, but when it comes to, you know, just other races, we don't necessarily see them just pointing out like a single, we be, we don't see them just kind of being judgmental to their own kind that they may be judgmental to other races, minorities and such. However, when it's within their community, we don't necessarily just see them outright vocalizing their disdain for, you know, just another group of people within their own, um, within their own communities. He goes on to say that community shit is delusional because y'all don't accept the LGBTQ or feminine straight men, outspoken, independent black women, or the women who want to be dependent fat people or disabled people and the list goes on. So where is the community? Y'all care when it's ghetto. He said, y'all care when it is a ghetto dark woman getting love or a gay child. Hmm. Then he goes on to say, um, he was replying to someone else. He said, baby Trina rapper Trina was talking about golden showers Yin Yang twins had us knucking and bucking. Destiny Child had us talking about wanting to do with a with a big cock. Kids been listening to this type of music. Y'all acting like sexy is the devil, and she here to brainwash y'all kids is crazy. Now I am a hundred percent in agreement with him on that because people it be the fake ass outrage you get me because the same people at times that will be on social media faking this outrage is the same person you going to go to the family cookout and they going to have Tasha, Kiki, Nene, and the rest of them looking just like a sexy red or a Sukiyana at the cookout and be praising them, having fun, Kiki, y'all fellowshipping with family, you know, enjoying y'all self. But yet they would be, these be the same people that would get online and act as, though they are either holier than thou or they just don't get down with it. It's like, it's fake. All of this shit is fake. All of this shit is fake. And then um, Ray Monte also stated, he says, go adopt a black child in foster care, go to an inner city community and take a less fortunate black child shopping, put some food in a black family's home Teach a black boy how to change a tire. Y'all don't do any of those things that can actually help the community. Just sit on here and complain about black women who dress provocative and twerk. Hey, another. Hey, I love this. <laughs> this Ray Monte little dude. He telling it, baby. He put people in their place because that's exactly how I be feeling like. Instead of just complaining, 
be a solution. Go into these inner city uh, communities where you tend to seek young kids acting out this way and be the change that you want to see. Be a big brother or big sister. You know what I'm saying? Be that good role model. Let them know, hey, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Take them shopping for new clothes. Like he said, go be a foster child. Stop being on the internet always complaining about some shit that you don't want to spend the time to help try to change. For real, for real. And then someone said, okay, name one white star that behaves like sexy red. He named, Raymonte responded, Miley Cyrus, Pink, Lady Gaga, Kesha. Which, uh, well, I can agree. Miley Cyrus, yeah, Pink. I don't really look at Lady Gaga and Kesha. Madonna, Madonna is a little ratchet. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Ray Monte. Thank you for pointing out these things because you kind of share my sentiments in that um, people always complain about this shit, but they'll never want to be the change that's needed in these particular communities. I'm sure Sexy Red, the Sexy Reds in general, or those type of um, young people, Definitely, this is what they saw in their neighborhoods, in their environment. But because you may have grown grown differently or may have experienced different things in your lifetime um, and you think that you are a little bit more privileged, a little bit more classy. And I mean, the reality of the reality of it all is that. Everyone is different. You know, everybody's upbringing are different. Everybody's way of soaking in and um, becoming, I guess, becoming part of their, like, environment or becoming what we see of them is because of their environment. And we can't necessarily always hate on that. We can't always hate on that. And I hate when people do that. Sexy Red is not going to be the only one. We got the Megan the stat. Megan shake her ass and twerk every chance she get. Every female artist pretty much nowadays, they on stage, they showing all ass, they showing all titties. You got the city girls. They show butt. They show a little titty meat. It's it's everywhere. So I wish people would stop trying to single out sexy red. Is it? And I think in agreement with Ray Monte, it's because sexy red is a darker tone woman. So we already have to you know think about that in terms of colorism in the industry. Um, she's a darker tone woman. She has piercing. She has. Um, a bunch of tattoos. Um, and it's like, you know, people, people are just too damn judgmental. I think, I think that sexy red needs to continue to do what it is that she's doing. She's doing a good job. You know, it's that's subjective. You know, people can feel how they feel about sexy red and how she, how she looks and whatnot. 
and what she wears. The girl has to work because she got kids. She's about to drop another baby. It's like, it is what it is. Let that girl make her money. You know, maybe eventually down the line, she'll decide to cover up more. You know what I'm saying? Um, During her performances. We'll see. But as for now, let that girl do what she got to fucking do, okay? Leave her alone. All right. Now, next, I wanted to kind of get into this um, conversation and let me pull it up on my phone. Give me one second. I don't know why my nose is always stopped up when I get on this doggone live. I swear. Every time. And I thought this was interesting, so let's, 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 let's listen. All right, give me one second. Girls, though, I love the girls that's like all about them, putting themselves first. Be, like sometimes I be envying selfish. the girls. I the girls. Sometimes I envy the girls, and I hate to say this, but I'm just be real. It's about being real, right? Right. Sometimes I envy the girls that get to wake up with no kids. And, mm. like, literally get to design their apartment the way that they want and, like, literally go and just do whatever just they do want. Just do everything for them. I literally was telling my other friend that the other day. I was like, like, the girls that don't got kids and they don't have, like, all the other things. Like, we have, like, their lives look so, like, It looks so organized. They house be clean all the time. And it's just, like. They clothes be perfect. It's and so crazy. And I don't, like, let's not say this because I love my kids. I got I two kids, kids. By the way, she got one kid, if y'all don't know. Mm, She's a new mommy. I'm, I just had it. Well, like, it's been a year. I ain't going to yeah, say that Yeah, she new. just had a baby a year ago. And, um, shoot, I started with my, I had CJ at 19. Yeah. I got married at 19. Right. And then, like, from that relationship that failed, I went right into another relationship. So you and then like, had another baby, like, and so I've never gotten a chance know yourself, like, to know you or yes. to do you. It's really hard. Like, do I'm you. still trying to learn myself, like, outside of just music, and like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn myself while still trying to become a wife too, a wife and the best mom, a better mom. I get you. It's hard to do all of that. Like, I feel like sometimes I gotta choose. Well, you do, and that's, and I feel like a lot of women deal with that. Like, we, and then we go through depression sometimes because we do lose ourselves in the process, because we're trying to be all these things at one time and not just be ourselves. But it's like you can't really just be just yourself. You have to be. A mom. You have to worry. You gotta do the yeah, title. You gotta do all of it. Yeah. A wife is a totally different thing category yeah. whatever label that's or, a whole nother conversation for a whole nother and then a episode. mom is a totally different job and then yeah. you yourself that's how totally do you how do you I, I know you'd be asking me questions but how do you i think that was a very very good kind of conversation that the two i think um as you know that's r&b singer queen naja um she's a well-known r&b singer slash youtuber um, little young, I like listening to the young girls. Um, and then Dami V, um, she's another YouTuber as well, and they're close friends. Um, but they definitely um, brought up something. I myself do not have kids, and of course, like I said, I'm in my 40s. Um, and I've always had the opportunity to do me. 
I mean, to a certain extent, meaning, you know, of course, you know, doing things, having a career, traveling, do all those things. Um, I've always kind of had that opportunity to kind of do me, but then on the flip side of that, being single as well is not always cracked up. There some people who believe that being single with no kids, um, although we do have lots of opportunities to, you know, become one with oneself, um, there is still sometimes other obstacles that may appear in your life that kind of prevent you or becomes that barrier in your life to where, Hey, I'm still not able to really fully, um, take a moment out for myself. Um, because you have to think about it. You have single people with no kids who, who just may not say, for instance, may not necessarily have the best careers, um, and just may have a lot of financial um, responsibilities. They may have a lot of debt that they have to have maybe two or three jobs to try to, um, pay off that debt. And, um, so that they can, you know, live comfortably, pay their bills on time, you know, have a roof over their head, you know, have a little piece of car that they can drive, uh, from point A to point B. Um, so that in itself, you know, of course, just striving to be a person, better person financially can oftentimes just kind of be a, a big hurdle for a lot of single people. Um, and like I said, people who have kids just don't necessarily think about that. Um, also, um, a single person with no kids, um, they may have other responsibilities in their life even though they don't have their own kids, shit, they may have to take care of a grandparent. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'll be watching my grandma, you know, she's old. And then I, I'll have to watch, I'll have to be basically the caregivers for my parents as well when they get a little bit older. So even with that, it still won't be about me. It's going to be about them and making sure their well-being is 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 you know up to par and where it needs to be, um, as they continue to enjoy you know the remaining years of their lives. So it's like that's and that itself is a heavy burden on someone. So it doesn't always mean that just because someone is single, not in a very serious relationship, and do not have kids, that their life is much easier. Um, because that's just simply not true. Sometimes people's lives, no matter what the circumstance is, it's just harder. You know what I'm saying? On either side of the coin, um, it could be a hard life and, you know, or just very, um, what's the word? Very, um, um, compounded with just a lot of shit going on. Like, so for everyone out there who believes that just being single and no kids, that mean, hey, you living the best life ever, please do not be fooled. Do not be that delusional um, because that's not always the case. There is so many other things that can impact your life. Being single and without kids um, that will still put you in the same position 
or the same mindset or the same um, state of depression and everything else um, as if you had kids that you taken care of. It just really simply does not matter. Okay. So I just don't want everybody out there to just to be fooled by that. I wanted to use this episode as well to kind of talk about the Jeezy and the Neil Long, um, Neil Long conversation, but I think I might save that for next week um, because, you know me, I do not like my podcast episodes to be too, too long. I think we've had a great discussion today. I appreciate everybody who has listened in and listening in um, and will continue to listen in to thank you so much for always supporting me. Um, I'm going to end the podcast at this time, but always definitely follow us, subscribe to the channels. We're on all streaming platforms. That's STR, the number eight FWD with Miss B. Um, follow us there on social media as well. And definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel and catch the podcast audio versions on YouTube. Um, and until next time, okay, peace out.